1: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. The number of people who had died by the time an ambulance got to them, that has increased over the last eight years, according to figures from HSE. Last year, uh, for hundred, just over 1,100 calls made to the National Ambulance Service, the person was dead by the time the ambulance arrived at their home. That's up a 100 on the 2022 figure. A thousand people in the course of 2023 for whom an ambulance was called. Or they were dead by the time the ambulance got there. Go back to 2016, and the total for the year was just over 650. So there really is an increase. Look, some people are just not going to make it. That's true. They're just not going to make it, and the ambulance will be on its way, and with the best will in the world. If, if Max Verstappen was driving the ambulance, it wouldn't get there on time. But these figures were released to the leader of the n 2 party, Pader Tobin, who joins me. Pader, I expect you'd, 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 you'd have to acknowledge that, that if Max Verstappen was driving some ambulances, the poor person wouldn't make it. That, that's going to happen. Good morning.
0: Good morning, PJ. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. Unfortunately, there are going to be cases where ambulances are called and the person will die before the ambulance arrives. And that's just the, the way of the world. And, and that's just, you know, the, the nature of illnesses or accidents. But what we see here is that, you know, there's been a massive increase in terms of the number of people who are dead before the arrival of an ambulance uh, just in the space of about eight years. And AIM2 has been tracking these figures and tracking a number of different performance indicators in the health service over the last years to identify what are the serious difficulties. Last week we brought to um, people's knowledge the fact that GPs were no longer taking people on their lists and that in many cases it would take about a week for a person or even 10 days for a person to get a GP um, appointment. Hmm. So these two issues are actually quite uh, they're linked in many ways because what's happening is people can't get GPs and so they're going to the A&E instead. And the A&E, as people all know, uh, right around the country, is stuffed. It's really suffering significant uh, numbers of of people and people on trolleys. And what our evidence has shown is that many of these ambulances are arriving at A&E, and due to the fact...
1: Padraig, could you move your phone a little because it's gone a bit
0: funny on me. Apologies. That's uh, better, better that's
1: better, thank you, yeah.
0: Yeah, so what's happened is is that uh, ambulances are arriving at A&Es, they can't deliver their patients because the A&E is stuffed, and it can take at least an hour for the ambulance to be able to deliver their patients, and that's holding them back. So we we had a case in my own region recently where 11 ambulances were stuck outside an A&E waiting to deliver a patient, and... Um, That meant that those 11 ambulances were simply not available for four counties in the region for the whole night. And, you know, that's a a significant problem. And the figures Mm. bear that out. So we know that it took 76,000 occasions in 2023. It took for more than an hour for the ambulance to deliver uh, their patient to Mm. a Was that a
1: second? Because when I was reading the figures that you got, I said, that's got to be... A misprint. So someone was picked up by ambulance, brought to the emergency department, and before they could get in and get handed over to the staff, who have no doubt rendered assistance from the moment they arrived, but by the time the ambulance could get back on the road, it was over an hour, and that that happened 76,970
0: times in one year. In one year. So it is a regular experience now that there's a snarl up, in terms of the delivery, ideally, an a- an ambulance should be in and out in a speedy transition, and that would mean that it's free then to pick up other patients elsewhere in the region. But that's not happening because the A and E's have become dysfunctional. The A are dysfunctional because people can't get access to GPs and can't and 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 go to the A and E's, but also because the government has closed down a rake of uh, hospital beds over the last ten years, and because. There's an awful lot of people who are what's called clinically discharged in hospitals, but because of no step down or home care packages, they can't leave the hospitals and what clinically discharged means is that it's a person where the doctor has said they can do nothing else for the person, and the person you know is is needs step down facilities or a home care package, but they're not available, so the person is stuck in hospitals and we know today there's roughly about five hundred and fifty people in a hospital bed because they they can't leave, because there's nowhere for them to go at the moment. So Mm. we're seeing all of this dysfunction in the health service is now affecting significantly the ambulance service. And the other aspect here is, you know, we don't have enough ambulance workers. uh, And indeed, many paramedics are suffering burnout at the moment. Padre, we don't have enough ambulance workers. We don't have enough ambulances. And yet, it's only
1: a couple of months ago since I actually spoke to Irish paramedics who are commuting from Cork on a cheap Monday morning Ryanair flight, they're commuting from Cork to London to work over there because there's no jobs for them here. Something's badly broken.
0: There is, like, again, you know, you can see where last year, 447 doctors emigrated to Australia out of a class of about 750. And if you were to open up a shop uh, in any main street in in this country... A sweet shop and you wanted to employ people, the first thing you'd have to do is to make sure that your pay, terms and conditions were attractive and competitive. So it's the same as when you're employing people in your radio station. If you want if you want good people, you have to pay the right rates and you have to make sure the terms and conditions are correct. And we have an international market in terms of healthcare workers at the moment. Paramedics, as you say, doctors, nurses, etc. can get better terms and conditions of pay elsewhere.
1: No, no, no. Don't mind the better terms and conditions of pay. They can get jobs. They can get jobs. Can. A, that that That's what the, the, the person that I spoke to is commuting from West Cork on a Monday morning. And I said to her, is it the pay and conditions? She said, no, it's
0: jobs well that's interesting because when we put those questions to the to the national ambulance service they maintain that they are finding it difficult to recruit uh, due to the fact uh there's just the 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 skill sets are not available to them and um so you know I, I have no doubt that it could be the case as you say that it is jobs in the case of the the national ambulance services but definitely in terms of doctors and nurses it's because of the fact that the government are not paying the equivalent yeah. wages or terms of conditions. Well,
1: it's kind of a rite of passage, isn't it, for every newly qualified doctor and or nurse, but certainly doctors, it's almost a rite of passage to go abroad for a year or two. And you'll find that pretty much every experienced medic in the system has spent time, and some of the best of them spent time abroad learning their skills in other parts of the world. So going away for a
0: while is part of it. But but, but I will say that if you ask, you know, uh, doctors for sure, they'll say as part of, especially consultants, as part of their progress through their career, they try to get experience from, you know, other, <laughs> other countries, etc., but Currently, there are surveys being done of classes uh, of doctors who are quite simply s- stating that because of the terms of conditions, because of the overcrowding in, in the hospitals, mm-hmm. and this is really pertains to the nursing profession, overcrowding and burnout is a significant push factor in terms of people leaving this country um, mm-hmm. for, for work. And, you know, Simon Harris, when he was... Part of, of the Health, reason for the, the of-
1: burnout is... That there's so few of them left. If they're all, like, we, what we really need to address is, yes, it's normal for so many people to leave for a while. Why are so many of them leaving and not coming
0: back? And you're right. It's, the problem is there's a domino effect. So if you don't pay people properly, you have lower numbers. If you have lower numbers, you have more pressure on fewer shoulders. If you have that, then you have burnout and people leave. But remember this, there's a, and this is the really important point for, and from the patient's perspective, because of the government's refusal to properly resource this space we have a significant increase in what's called adverse effects or adverse incidents. So Ainsley put in a parliamentary question there recently, and we found from the minister that there have been 500,000 accidents in Irish hospitals in five years, and 3,150 of those ended up in the death of a person. And those accidents have happened in the main because of the pressure being put on staff. So Simon Harris carried out research himself, which indicated that the fewer staff you have on on a ward, the more likely mm-hmm. it is a mistake mm-hmm. will happen Absolutely. because people are under pressure and the more likely you have an adverse incident. Mm-hmm. And it, there's a massive human cost, obviously, in 3,150 deaths. It's a vicious, but- vicious, <laughs> vicious circle. How do we solve it? it, it, it is, first of all, the, the way to, to solve this is to say to young doctors and nurses and paramedics coming out of their education that they will get proper pay and conditions in future. And they can actually build a a life here in Ireland, be able to afford a a house here in this country, be able to raise a family in this country uh, and be able to have a decent life. And if Mm -hmm. we can prove that to the next generation of medical staff that are coming out of college, we have a far better chance of retaining them. Is there a case to be made,
1: it is said sometimes, is there a case to be made, Padder, for when you come out of university, whether you're a doctor or a nurse, because you've only paid 3000 a year as in registration fee, you owe it. And that if you qualify as a doctor or qualify as a nurse, you should have to work for 10 years in the public system before you go anywhere. Would you be in,
0: into that? I, I would be definitely sympathetic to the idea that if a person's uh, college fees were paid in the main by the, the, the citizens of this country that there is a responsibility uh, on the uh, staff member to be able to commit to a number of years within the Irish health service i do think that there's a there is a moral justification for a young person maybe having to spend five years within the Irish Health Service at least to make up for the investments that we the citizens have made in their career. In many other countries, people get loans out uh, for their careers and those loans are repaid back uh, over 20 and 30 years as a form of nearly taxation on their salaries. But I do think that the first port of call is that the fact that we have a government who actually tolerates this level of dysfunction, and mm-hmm. I don't think they do it fully by accident as well. They, they'll tell you, they'll give you tea and sympathy and excuses and reasons. Many of these ministers are fluent in excuses. But the truth of the matter is, they have allowed a two-tier health service to... To exist, you know, where many of these people, many of their voters, many of themselves rely really on private health services, you don't suffer the same level of, of waiting lists or difficulties gaining, gaining access to health care. And as a result, I don't believe Proper delivery of public health care is a priority for these politicians okay. because this this situation has been allowed to exist uh, over the last 10 or 15 years. The problem is it's getting worse because of the massive population increase uh, in, in the last two years. All right.
1: I'll leave it there for no reason other than time. A Leader of Into Pader Tobin, uh,
0: good to have you on the opinion night. Courts 96 FM.